Okay. Shalom Aleichem. Thank you for joining. Um, today was an incredible day for our community. Incredible day for the Jewish people. Am I still am I muted? I'm not muted. Okay. Baruch Hashem. Thank God. David Goetz has uh, returned home. Baruch Hashem. And it was really great to be part of it. Uh, his family and friends, whoever heard about it, was there when he came back. And uh, just is such a beautiful celebration and very connected to the day that we're celebrating today, Pesach Sheni. Pesach Sheni is a day that God gave the Jewish people. For anyone who missed out on the first Passover, God says, I'm going to give you a second chance to celebrate Passover again. And the theme of Pesach Sheni is, it's never too late. You can always correct, you can always fix things because God listens to us. And throughout the time that uh, Rav David was in the hospital, we all davened for him, we all prayed for him, everyone did mitzvahs for him, and uh, God listens to us, thank God. And just like the Jewish people then, they, they wanted the mitzvah, they wanted to celebrate Passover, and they couldn't. They came to Moses, and they came to God, and they said, what's going on? Why should we be left out? And God listened to the Jewish people, and God brought, a created a whole It wasn't part of the original uh, uh, deal. The original commandment was just just one Passover, and all of a sudden, the Jewish people are upset. They're missing a mitzvah. They come to God and say, we want another mitzvah. We, we want another second chance. And God says, here you go. You have a second chance. And uh, it really feels that way. God answers us and listens to us, and may God send their foolish lema to everybody. These are foolish lema in a total miraculous way, complete Lee, uh, Senator Fuhr Shlema to Dov Shoshana, be completely well. Baruch Hashem, he's home, but he's not 100% uh, yet. So please continue having him in mind in your tefillahs. We should continue to see uh, great news for our community and for all the Jewish people around the world. The time of Lagba Omer that we're heading to now is a time that People wait for all year. Think about the biggest holiday that attracts the most people. What is the one event that the most Jews attend throughout the year? It's not uh, any particular Passover uh, Seder. Top Passover Seder, I think, is in Bangkok somewhere with a few thousand Israeli backpackers. It's not the top event. Hey, very good. Good answer. Yes, the top event the Jewish people participate in, that more Jews participate by far than any other event, is going to Miron on Lagba Omer. About a half a million Jews congregate at the resting place of Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai. Everyone is there. Everyone's part of it. And the question is, what is so special about this day that touches everyone so deeply, all kinds of people? All kinds of people, we're not talking about a half million people which are there in Israel, but all the Jewish people throughout the world connect to this day and look for an explanation for what this day is about. It's, it's, they say if you remember Woodstock, it means you weren't there. If you can explain Lagba Omer, it means you're not really there yet. Lagba Omer is beyond understanding, beyond, beyond any type of explanation we could possibly give for it. But let's try. Let's at least talk about what is beyond our understanding that we're celebrating. What is it? What is this 
amazing celebration about. Before we do, I want to uh, uh, make an announcement. A second show before I start my sermon, I make some announcements. So I want to wish the those celebrating a birthday this week to have a year of bracha v'atzlacha. Speaking of the word bracha v'atzlacha, today is the birthday of Rabbi Baruch Cohen. Rabbi Baruch Cohen, you should have a year of bracha v'atzlacha, begashmius, uveruchnius, and tremendous nachas from all yours. Gesundheit and freilichheit should the Lebanayar return again this year to Pesach Shein next year, hail and hearty, strong and well, and happy, the entire year feeling good. Gesundheit and I'm not saying till 120. We need you here for way longer than that. Till till Biyas Mashiach, and may Mashiach come now. Also celebrating this week, the birthdays, the birthdays of Rachel Savag, Mendel uh, Krinsky, and we're celebrating the birthday of Rabbi Arius, Rabbi Arius Siegel, and Yechiel Shimonfeld, Alexandra Gompertz, and. Uh, and uh, also celebrating the anniversary of Rabbi Dov Meisha and Dr. Edel Einstein, and many happy returns this day. And finally, uh, we're celebrating someone who's very close to us. We're celebrating the day of Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai. Why is he so close to us? What does this mean? What is this about? There are so many rabbis throughout history that were puzzled by this day. The Chassam Sofer famously wrote something which sounds so foreign to us today, but at the time it was something that made sense. He's like, I'm happy I don't live in... Basically, the Chassam Sofer wrote something that doesn't make sense to him, what the celebration is about. He can't come to terms what this what celebration means. And think about it. It's so contradictory to the way we do things. Where is the celebration? In a cemetery. Imagine someone comes to a cemetery with a band, with music, with a, you kick them out, you call the police. You don't do that in a cemetery. We have halacha, we have Jewish law, we have a traditions. And yet the Torah says, on this day, what are we doing? The day of Lagba Omer, we celebrate in the cemetery. What does that even mean? So there is something, before we get to, to, to the philosophy of it, I just want to tell you something. When I was a child growing up in Worcester, Massachusetts, uh, we always would have a parade to celebrate like Omer. Whenever like Omer fell out on the Sunday, there's no school. We would go out in a parade and uh, with each of us would carry a sign. And it was, it was a wonderful thing. A few times uh, it was supposed to rain. And my grandfather, Rabbi Fogelman, all wrote a letter to the Rebbe asking the Rebbe for a blessing because uh, we, we prepared for this event and it's supposed to rain. So one time the Rebbe responded to him, think good and it'll be good. Get a grip, man. It's going to be okay. Relax. Another time, the Rebbe told him, you could rely on Rabbi Shimon. The Gemara says that whenever there's a time of difficulty, trust Rabbi Shimon, the merit Rabbi Shimon. As Rabbi Shimon said about himself, that with, because of his merit, he could remove any kind of judgment against all the Jewish people wherever they are. His merit is so great that he can carry all of the problems of all the Jewish people because of his merit. And facts are, that so many miracles and wonders happened on this day. People who needed blessings for all kinds of things would come to the Rebbe on this day specifically to ask for a blessing, and especially of all blessings, a blessing for children. That was 
of all the blessings of Lagba Emer, this was something unique that people would wait for, knowing that Lagba Emer is a day you could ask the Rebbe for a blessing for a child. I'll share with you one incredible story. And that is how this woman once, um, she was blessed with children and she was watching the following scene. The Rebbe was on going to visit the mikveh before visiting the resting place of his father-in-law. And before entering the mikveh, there was a group of people outside the mikveh who wanted to ask the Rebbe for a blessing for children. And one lady, she's, she take, took her stroller and she's walking past and she sees all these people in line and she knows why, they, why, why they are all there. And she says, listen, I want to tell you guys, you're in a good place. I was here last year. And I need a blessing for children. And she points to her stroller. She has twins and a double stroller. She says, this is a blessing. You guys are in a good place. You guys are going to have blessings. So one of the women waiting there said, can you please be our, uh, ask on our behalf? And she agreed. When the Rebbe came, she walked over to the Rebbe and she said, Rebbe, the last year I was here and I asked the Rebbe for a blessing and here is my blessing. I want the Rebbe to give a say, the same blessing to all the women who are here. And the Rebbe gave each of the women a dime. And this woman who wasn't part of this whole story, she just was observing, she just like felt herself going in the line, even though she didn't need that blessing at that time because she already had the blessing of children. And yet she was in the line. She didn't know what she was doing, but she went in line and she got the dime. And she came back to her uh, job and her co-worker sees her and she sees she's distraught. And her co-worker says, why are you so distraught? And she said, I don't know what I was doing. I got this blessing for twins. I don't know what this means. And the co-worker says, let me have the dime. I want the blessing. Her co-worker wasn't uh, married yet, but she gave her the dime. And thank God her co-worker got married and she herself had had twins. And actually, uh, I, I didn't uh, conclude in, in Worcester, Massachusetts, when the Rebbe told my uh, grandfather that you could rely on Rebbe Shimon, he sent the telegram once, rely on Rebbe Shimon, think it'll be good. I remember one parade, I was there carrying a sign uh, put on filling, and I remember getting splinters on my hand because the uh, sign, the, the wood on the on the sign wasn't wasn't playing so well. And I remember the sun coming out, and it was just incredible. Like, and and we had the parade, and everything was wonderful, and and, and the rain came afterwards. It was it was just, it was so unexpected. Everyone was like so like all parted. And it was that's the day, of Rabbi Shimon. That's what happened. That's what the, that, that that's the impact of the day. But. And it's important to celebrate the day to connect that merit of Rabbi Shimon. And this Shabbos is already connected to that merit because it blesses the day of Lag Boomer. But what is the day? What happened on that day? Many people think that it's not really about Rabbi Shimon. It's about Rabbi Akiva's students, which is also true. Rabbi Akiva's students had a plague. Unfortunately, they suffered from a plague. And there were about 700 of them dying every single day. And unfortunately... 24,000 students of his died, and they stopped dying on Lag Ba'omer. So people say the celebration is that they stopped dying, but it goes a lot further than that. What happened on that day? Something incredible happened afterwards. Last week, uh, the Rebbe's emissary to Hanover, Germany, Rabbi Benny Wolf, passed away, young man, his 40s, early 40s, leaving over eight children and his wife. And 
after um, after he died, her uh, her uh, brothers and sisters-in-law call her after Shabbat, and they t- tell her, you know, we need to prepare for the funeral. We have to arrange the body to be brought to Israel to bury Benny in Israel, and she tells them something that they didn't expect. She says, "We're staying here. My family is staying here in Hanover. This is a place that we were sent by the Rebbe. We have a mission here. We're going to stay here. I decided. I thought about this the whole Shabbat." And we're going to be here. I'm going to stay here. And think about this. During the time of mourning, you know, the custom is, God forbid, if someone loses someone, they have to tear a garment. So her 16-year-old boy tore, tore a garment during this shiva. And, and there's another, there's supposed to be a celebration in the synagogue. A boy became bar mitzvah. And here he is in the synagogue with a torn garment leading the synagogue. What happened? The Jewish people are a wondrous, miraculous people with a miraculous destiny. And whatever happens to us, we know that no matter what the difficulties are, it's all towards the ultimate good of the coming Mashiach, the infinite goodness of the coming Mashiach. Whatever happened before, every descent that happened is all for the sake of an asset. Rabbi Akiva lost 24,000 students. And every day there's 700 funerals. What did he do afterwards? There was five students that remained. Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai, Rudy Bar Yoloi, Rabbi Meir, and Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai taught these five students. He moved, sorry, Rabbi Kiva moved his yeshiva, he traveled, and he began all over again. That's the that's how some people explain the incredible power of Lagba Omer, the power of renewal, the power of the Jewish people aren't affected and they maintain their their Incredible connection to Hashem, no matter what's going on. But if that's what it was, if that's what's so special about Lagba Omer, then we shouldn't celebrate the way we do. We shouldn't celebrate in the cemetery with the Shimon. We should celebrate in this synagogue with, with the Torah and learn Torah and show what's it different. So it's not only about Rabbi, Rabbi Akiva and the students, it's something about Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai. The day of Lagba Omer, Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai is in the cave for so many years, he comes out. And it's right to, like today, it's Friday before Shabbat. And Rabbi Shimba Yochai sees a man running in the street with uh, two myrtle, two uh, um, staffs, two um, uh, things of myrtle. And he asks him, why do you have these two things of myrtle? He says, I do this to celebrate the Shabbat. Well, God told us two expressions to celebrate the Shabbat, Zachor v'shamor. We should remember the Shabbat. We should get. We should guard the Shabbat, and the coming of Mashiach started then. Mashiach hasn't come yet. The temple wasn't built yet. Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai coming out of the cave, meeting that man, and deciding to bring all the light that he that he had accumulated in his experience in the cave. That moment was the moment when the the light of the, the future started to be revealed in this world. The the reason why people celebrate specifically in a cemetery, even though it's, it's, of course, the soul goes to a higher place and the soul has reason to celebrate, that's true. But it's not just about the soul celebrating in heaven. We lost someone, so why are we celebrating? Rishim Yechai is going up there. The answer is Rishim Yechai brought the higher world here. Just like he left the cave and he brought what was in the cave to the world outside, and he was impressed with this man and he was touched and he decided to, to, he, to he, his first question leaving the cave is, what can I do to help the world? What's missing? How can I help the world? And there was some small issue 
they told them the issue was that these Kohan and these priests, they have a problem. There's a certain area where they're not, we don't, we don't know what the law is, and he fixed that. He made, he allowed people to not need to do a detour. So same to, in the same way, spiritually, we have, we're empowered by the day of Lagba Omer to help people who are suffering from spiritual detours and not, not in the place where they need to be. They have, they have their own challenges within, which are preventing them from being where they need to be. The merit of Rabbi Shimon empowers each of us, not just ourselves to be where we need to be, but also to inspire and to encourage others. So the day of Rabbi Shimon Yochai is a day where the higher world comes here. It's a day where the spirituality of everything that's happening upstairs comes here. And the teaching of Rabbi Shimon Yochai, the Zohar, and the subsequent explanation of the Zohar, is God giving us the inner dimension of Torah, which allows us here, as we are physical beings in this world, to live with the reality of the future. The inner dimension of Torah is the Torah of Mashiach. Those teachings allow us to have a, a vivid perception of the reality of a mitzvah, of the reality of, of the study of Torah, of the reality of our prayers, of the impact of our prayers. So, Rabbi Shumbar Yochai, what's the celebration? The celebration is that he is the man. Through him, God brought the higher worlds here and let us live here in the world Beyond the, beyond all the different uh, concerns of the mundane, and let us feel God's divine providence in a very palpable, tangible way. Until when we'll actually see with our physical eyes the coming of Mashiach, and that's why this day is a day of associated with miracles. Because Rabbi Shimon Yochai, he broke down the borders between heaven and earth by bringing us the inner dimension of Torah in a similar way. On that day. There's a new revelation of godliness. So we have to begin to study the inner dimension of Torah with a new inspiration and insight and decide whatever way we can. And whatever you want to do, it's going to happen. Hashem help all of us to prepare for the day of Abba celebrate the Shabbat with joy and gladness of heart. And when we see the coming Mashiach, take from your mamish immediately, mamish, and celebrate in. Eretz Yisrael, Yishalayim and Akedesh. Good Shabbos, everybody. Good Shabbos, good Yantem.